This program on AM 1170, The Answer, is sponsored by Allied Media Group. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Cause I'm TNT, dynamite. TNT, and I will not fight. TNT, I'm a power load. TNT, watch me explode. Good evening and welcome to the Andrea K Show. It is Tuesday. 8 p.m. We are coming to you live from the studios in San Diego, AM 1170 KCBQ. Sharing this time with me is none other than DJ Carrot Sticks. I'll earn my pay one way or the other. That's right, baby. You better earn it. You know what's good for you. Otherwise, I'll be doing a little smackdown on you. Hey, lots to cover tonight. Huge uh, news day today. I started out with an 800-page report about Benghazi, the long-awaited report. We're going to get into that tonight. In fact, my girl Megan Barth, Reagan baby, who's been on the show before, she has been pouring through not just that report, but I guess there's multiple reports going on with details about Benghazi. We're going to talk to her because the Dems say there's nothing new. And I've got my thoughts on, on Benghazi. Uh, we've got it, uh, another terrorist attack that happened today. we got to get into that a little bit, or maybe not. I'm not even sure there's a story there. We're also coming up in the show. Tuesdays, I'd like to get into some economics. And even on a day like today, where we've got a Benghazi report coming out, we've got a terrorist attack coming out, we've got to get into some economics, because that is still going to be the number one issue that people vote on going into the general election. And Trump gave a brilliant speech today, because you know what? These two are tied together. Terrorism and the economy are directly tied together. What was Brexit about? It was primarily about immigration and the fact that Britain had allowed through the open borders by abdicating their sovereignty to the EU, their borders were completely open and the European Union was allowed to flood them with terrorists. I know not every Muslim is a terrorist, but we know that with 650,000 Muslims coming into Britain, a good many of them were. Um, follow me on Twitter at Andrea K Show. Friend me on Facebook. F- like my new fan page. It's all at Andrea K Show. You can just Google me, find me there. Um, more people are starting to contact me through my website, AndreaKShow.com. I'm going to have some announcements actually coming up later in the show. Also, at the end of the show, we've got the award for last week's fool and this week's tool. In the middle of it, I'm going to try to find a way to get some laughs in because I am a happy warrior. Uh, my girl Peggy posted yesterday, I think it was, say, telling you know Christians, uh, I, you know, it now is not the time to disengage. We've got to, we've got to engage. I will not bury my head in the sand. I will not let anybody d- take my joy from me. I will stay engaged. I know who's on the throne. I know, you know, where my destiny ends up. So I'm able to still find the joy and the happiness in every day. And I always love to find some laughs. I got a friend of mine, a, co- a comedian coming up on the show. So Istanbul, I'd, I've heard reports to where everywhere from 36 to 50 people were killed. A lot of hand wringing going on. Was it ISIS? Was it this group? You know what? I, I don't care whether ISIS claims it. I don't care whether Al Qaeda claims it or the whole host of other terrorist organizations out there. You know who was behind this attack? The same people who were behind the attack in Benghazi. Islam. That's who's behind this attack. And when I first heard it today, I thought, oh my gosh, three, two, one, countdown to where somebody from the Obama administration rushes to the microphone and cautions, cautions, 
caution cautions us to not rush any judgment about Islam and you better not speak out and start connecting any dots between the terrorist attack and the religion itself. And then I was immediately brought back to post-Benghazi, post-terrorist attack, three weeks after in which President Obama went to the United Nations, still blaming it on a video, still ultimately blaming America because he was blaming what? Speech. And said the future does not belong to those who would slander the prophet. I was thinking this morning as I was prepping for the show when this whole Benghazi report came out, so many people have been mocking Donald Trump with his Make America Great Again slogan. Oh, America's still a great country. I got to thinking about the fact that this report, the whole history of seven years with Barack Obama, the Islamization of this country, and you know who's going to continue to further the Islamization of America? Through trade deals, through open borders, through bringing people here, like that woman we talked about last night, Tashvik Malik or whatever the heck her name was, who was studying this and broadcasting that she was going to destroy Americans and launch a terrorist attack and was brought here in this country to do so. I was thinking, what should what should Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton's, you know what his slogan should have been in, in 2018, uh, 2008? Um, put Islam first. They put Libya first. That's clear. They put one world government first. But whatever slogan you want to come up with, and these are real, this is exactly what's happened. And this is what we're learning about or what was reinforced in the 800-page Benghazi document. Everything is about putting America last. And I'm still having arguments with people on Facebook about Ted Cruz. Are you kidding me? The press conference today was really striking to me, and there was a couple of quotes that really stood out to me. Oh, there's nothing new the Democrats are saying. Well, you know what? By and large, there was nothing new for me today. It didn't. It should not have taken 15 months to put out 800 pages of mostly of what we've already known. And I don't even remember the gentleman who said this today, but he said, bottom line, he said this was the, the report details a failure to provide adequate security, that dithering was going on in D.C. while Americans were at risk. Actually, they were under attack. And they continued the story about a video despite enormous evidence to the contrary. In fact, that statement didn't even go far enough. He goes on to say that before the last mortar fell, they were talking about politics. There was supposedly some meeting that happened at 7.30 at night. Seven hours. I think it, I think it happened at 7.30. I think that means there was either six or seven more hours of attack that these citizens were, were uh, that our Americans, our heroes were under attack. And he goes on to describe that, that they were, all they were concerned about was Libya and concerned about coming up with talking points, basically, to try to cover their butts. Trey Gowdy went on to talk about the fact that there was a drone. He said for seven hours, there was no movement. There was no rush to save Americans. What there was, was there was a rush to come up with excuses and to cover for themselves, while supposedly they were watching via an unmanned drone. Daryl Issa sent out a statement that I got in my email today. Oh, what... uh, Praise be to the the committee for getting answers to the American people. You know what? I'm going to ask Megan Barthas when she comes on because she read these reports today. I still don't know where Obama was that night. I don't know who gave the stand down order. Trey Gowdy doesn't know who gave the stand down order. 
What do you mean you don't know who gave the stand-down order? 15 months? You don't know who gave the stand-down order? I still don't know. I had the people on who wrote the book, The Real Benghazi Story, Aaron Klein and his brother. And this was, you know, uh, three years ago. The details, the evidence, the proof from emails and other documentation that there was a gun running scheme to our enemies. And Trey Gowdy says, well, Obama wasn't, he didn't cooperate with us on that. What? Yes, this was a damning report. Absolutely, she lied. Absolutely. What happened here was we had a president and a secretary of state go into a country and depose a leader, Gaddafi, who had coughed up his WMD, posed no threat to the American people, intentionally took him out, destabilized the area. They even had some army, I can't remember what they're called, the 17, April 17 brigade or whatever they were, March 17, February 17 brigade over there. Locals, they didn't even have our own guys. They turned 1,800, I think, requests for security denied. They armed went there in the in the thick of night to arm our enemies and then when it went bad they left our americans to die and watched them die and then lied to the public and then which is illegal they impeded an investigation that's what we know maybe there's more i'm going to talk to megan barth i'm going to take a quick break we come back megan barth reagan baby will be here she's been pouring over reports today i'm going to see what her perspective is on this that's a little bit of mine this is the andrea k show on am 1170 be sure to follow andrea k on twitter at andrea k show and follow her on facebook and like her fan page at andrea k spelled k-a-y-e want to start living better longer la vida compounding pharmacy can help Proudly improving the lives of over 10,000 patients, preparing personalized medications with the highest care, quality, and safety. Voted Union Tribune's best local pharmacy, LaVita specializes in bioidentical hormones, prescription skin care, transdermal pain creams, and more. Let us help you find the path to living better, longer. Visit us at LaVitaRx.com or call 866-507-1990. I'm Nicole Donnelly, and for over 20 years, I've owned and managed Miramar Kitchen and Bath with one goal in mind, uh-huh. to offer great service and great value. Just listen to what our customers are saying. Service was excellent. Easy process, start to finish. Well, we are really I'm happy with our new bathroom. Safe. We've already talked to them about redoing our kitchen. They have our complete trust. Call Miramar Kitchen and Bath, 858-271-8434, or visit my showroom, just one half block off Miramar Road on Commerce Avenue. Contractors license 657-333. Hi, my name is Colin Pokola, and I'm the awesome. owner and founder of Pokola Law. My law firm separates itself from the pack by catering exclusively to small business owners and providing them with that personal touch that they deserve. When you call me, you get me, not an associate or a secretary, just me. From incorporating your business to drafting contracts, helping you bring on a partner or two, trademarking and copywriting your work, and even litigation if it's absolutely necessary to protect your business's interests, Pokola Law can be your one-stop shop for all of your small business's legal needs. Schedule your initial consultation today and mention that you heard me on AM 1170, and I'll credit our first meeting toward any legal work we've discussed. You can reach me by phone at 844-695-1487 or at pokalalaw.com P-O-K-A-L-A law.com. The information contained herein is for information purposes only and should not be misconstrued as legal advice on any subject matter and does not create an attorney-client relationship. For your consultation, call 844-695-1487 or visit pokalalaw.com you're listening to the Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. 
Welcome back to the Andrea K Show. Glad to have you all here with me. I'm especially glad to have my next guest because she has been, I saw some of her posts today on Benghazi, man. She is fierce. She is on top of it. She knows all the details and has an amazing perspective to every topic from Benghazi and beyond. It's Megan Barth, Reagan baby. Hey, baby. Welcome back to the Andrea K Show. Andrea, thanks for having me back. I loved getting your invitation and always happy to talk again. Hillary Clinton and the incompetent left. It, uh, you know, the Dems are saying today there's nothing new here. And you know what? In, in, in many ways, there's not. And, and that, to me, begs the question why she has not been brought up on charges. You know, I, I was astounded by Trey Gowdy, the fact that he, he, he didn't even, you know, confirm she was a liar today. Um, I, I, I'm, I have been in the never Hillary camp from the beginning. If for no other reason, and I've been saying to this to, to the Never Trump people, even if you think they're equal on policy, which they're not, Benghazi alone. These four heroes and what they went through, as well as all the other Americans, just because the other ones didn't die, didn't mean they were not didn't go through absolute hell. What you've been going over these reports today. Tell us your thoughts and what you found. How do you elevate a liar to be commander in chief when she willingly and knowingly lied in front of four flag draped caskets? to the families of the fallen, and to the American people. And that she not only lied once, she lied multiple times. And her whole entire State Department, if anyone in the press or a Democrat out there would choose to read the report, I only got through... Uh, it's an 800-page report. I've gotten through maybe 100 pages, and then I read, uh, uh, sorry, Jim Jordan's 50-page uh, summary today. I got through about 40 pages of that. Please read it. And this is this is this is what was missing in the press conference today. Trey Gowdy and the Republicans always take the high road. Bush took it. All the Republicans do it. They, they practice statesmanship when they are at the dais, unlike the Democrats. Mm-hmm. And they plead with the press. They say, please read this, even though they know the press is going to be complicit and carry the water for the, the Clintons as they have done since day one. The press narrative of Benghazi is that the case is closed, even though we never had the emails and still don't have 30,000 emails from Hillary's private server. Due diligence is never complete in an investigation until you have all the evidence. And we know that this State Department, run by Hillary Clinton, purposely hid evidence. Mm-hmm. And Trey, and let me interrupt there. And not and Trey Gowdy knows it. And he continued yep. to weasel today and do everything he. I can't make any judgments. You know, it's not my job Why? to prove any evidence. Are Why? you kidding me? We have baseball players that have gone to jail for for less of talking about steroids. Steroids we that they just Dinesh took themselves. D'Souza. We have Dinesh D'Souza who went to prison. For a $20,000 campaign contribution. Yeah. 
and we've got the GOP standing up there. Oh, well, we can't call her a liar. One guy today, I can't remember his name. I don't remember if it was Jordan or not, called her reprehensible. Oh, my gosh. That's where most of the questions came from. You got, do you really think, Trey Gowdy, that she's reprehensible? Oh, you know, I didn't say that. Why didn't you say it, Gowdy? Why has he not called for a special prosecutor? Why has he, did he not go to that podium today and say that this is, this is criminal what happened here? That she perjured herself. You've got the evidence, Trey Gowdy. What? What? You know, will unlike, the- un, uh, unlike what I have witnessed, Andrea, with the progressive left, I actually find liars offensive. Yeah. I I, I find lying completely offensive. I find it similar to thieves that would rob you of your own goods for their own benefit. I find liars completely offensive and unfit. For any office. And you know what I find even more offensive to me? I find weakness offensive. I find fecklessness offensive. And and Trey Gowdy, for all of his barking and his biting and everybody saying he maybe he should be AG when he's working for, for his own president, but his job was oversight and checks and balances and specifically to hold people accountable. There was absolutely no teeth here. Uh, his interview on Special Report today when he was asked about the gun running, well, why didn't you get into the why he was the, uh, Ambassador Stevens was was even there in the first place. Well, you know, Obama, he just wouldn't answer any questions. Well, get a special prosecutor. Do something to try to to try to get answers. The one thing of this report that has come out new that the press refuses to report is that this White House, okay, this all comes from the top. This was not just the Secretary of State. This is just not Hillary Clinton's Secretary of State position and her entire bureaucracy under her. She takes orders from the chief, and the chief is Barack Obama, the commander-in-chief of the military. We still don't know where that man was during the 13 hours that our men fought for their lives. We have no clue. Shouldn't we know where the commander-in-chief of our military is if we're under a terrorist attack? And shouldn't we know I mean, every I bit of community? As an American, right. I think that as an American, I am bound and do that respect. Not only that, but we are bound and do every piece of communication that occurred with him that night. Mr. Transparency and the Rule of Law will be the hallmarks of my administration. Right? But this somehow, this type of subversive, lying, corrupt behavior is somehow now acceptable. Well, of course. And this is where we need to take a pause and look at who we are fighting. Okay. Because it doesn't seem like the Republicans that have the power understand who the enemy is. They might understand radical Islam like we do. They might understand the threats of open borders and national security, but they do not understand the institutional left. And this is where I think that Trump trumps everybody. Is it that he let me ask you this. Is it that they don't understand uh, the institutional left or is it that they don't really care and it's really all about theater and they really are all about just feeding us crumbs to make us think that they that, that they're on our side when it's really almost entirely a one party system and there's really almost nobody on either side that's looking out for Americans and that's why in our gut we know that we better go to the outside and for all of Trump's imperfections he the one thing he has going for him is that he does not need a lifelong paycheck 
from his fellow American citizens like they do. He's not in this, and this is my gut telling me, none of us can get inside his head and crawl around. But it, when, you, when you're worth billions on your own, you're not a career politician. You don't have to have the gig in order to provide yourself with a pension for the rest of your life or to fly around in, in, in private jets. You have a different perspective and a different mindset in terms of, of the job, right? Look, I think that the people in power, I think that Trey Gowdy, as well as the Benghazi committee, did an absolutely outstanding job in compiling this report. Not, he did not, they didn't even mention Donald Trump. Has anyone asked from the press why the Democrats decided to, to, to create a report and sign off on a report on Benghazi from their investigation that mentions Donald Trump 23 times? Yeah, Donald I heard. I heard. Even around. Yeah, right. yeah. What, what, it, what are they doing? Yeah, it's got nothing so, to. Well, what? It, what? In fact, I heard what? that that Trump was mentioned more times than our heroes, the the four that that perished. And you know, right. it's um, it, it's kind of insane where we're well, at. Ba- well, back but back to your question about the power. Paul Ryan is the leader of the party. He holds the purse strings. He can. He has a lot of power that he has chosen not to exercise. He has voted like a Democrat. He has funded Obamacare. He has funded open borders. He has not challenged Barack Obama on really anything. Now, granted, if you listen to Britt Hume, if you listen to George Will, if you listen to those on the right, they will say, oh, well, there are a lot of things that you just don't know about that he blocked. Well, that's fine and dandy. Well, congratulations. But what I do know is that he funded Omnibus, which was $1.1 trillion, and it funded every single thing that the Republicans campaigned against to get the power. It funded Obamacare. It funded illegal amnesty, which the court just found, Supreme Court, thankfully, just found illegal, which is really the only thing in front of them that they found illegal. Uh, So, you know, yes, has Paul Ryan done some good? Of course. But in the greater scheme of things, Paul Ryan and John Boehner and and Mitch McConnell and, and those that really hold the power, choose to go along to get along like the McCain's extend the hand across the aisle to my friend across the aisle. No, (laughs) Marxists are not the friends of conservatives. And this is who we are dealing with. We are dealing with the party of Marx. We are dealing with the party of eugenicists. Yeah. We are dealing with the power power of institutional leftists, which is funded by Soros. And you know what? The American people. And with a complicit media. Absolutely. And the American people know it. And the American people are tired of press conferences like today, where you see uh, a Republican barely even. He wasn't even asked tough questions before he was backing off and refusing to call Hillary Clinton a liar. Well, she did tell her family members one thing and the public another. You know, they you know what? For all of the, the dumb stupid things Trump may say at times in an inarticulate or even nasty manner. It's a little refreshing because you know what? That's what was needed today. It's called honesty. 
Why is it mm-hmm. that the L word is worse than the N word in D.C.? You'll hear politicians drop the N word or the F bomb, but they won't call they won't call somebody a liar when they're an office holder. We truly have. Peggy Noonan wrote an article years ago about the fact how we really have become an us versus them. That's what Brexit was about, and that's what the the Trump support is about, and that's one reason why Cruz did not resonate. Uh, uh, resonate because he sounds like them. People are, our gut is telling us that we must get the power back to, to the people and away from DC. And Trump, for all of his imperfections, is that. What That's effect, right. what effect do you think that this might have, uh, if any, on the general election? On um, Brexit? No, um, the Benghazi report. Oh, the Benghazi report. Well, you know, here's the first reports from, you know, the mainstream media, the press. They're saying, oh, we found nothing new. And you know how they got that talking point? Well, from from, uh, Trey Gowdy, really. Just like they got the talking point that that Trump is an institutional racist or a textbook racist, they got that talking point from Paul Ryan. But do you think that with the American people that it might fire up some people who were maybe on the fence or maybe thinking about, you know, Cruz supporters who maybe were thinking about... Uh, staying home and not voting at all. Do you think it might help motivate people to vote not for Trump, but against Hillary? I I think, yeah, because if if truly people do take the time to read even just the 50 pages that are the summary that Jim Jordan uh, put out as as long as, as well as the other senator, and forgive me because it's late and I've been reading, but I, I don't remember his name. Um, if they just take the time to read the 50 pages out of the 100 pages, we have to decide as a populace, no matter whether you're Republican, Independent, Libertarian, Ayn Randian, Democrat, Progressive, you know, forget the communists. Um, what type of government do we want? Yeah. Do we want a government that outwardly lies to us mm-hmm. about national security? When we can have a government that conspired, which is what this Benghazi report proves, that the whole entire State Department, along with the White House, ran with the narrative that this was a video. Mm-hmm. This terrorist attack was not a terrorist attack. It was a spontaneous uprising because of a YouTube video. Mm-hmm. And they carried this narrative knowing And they knew it was a lie. They knew they were telling the American public a lie. And they chose to lie. Mm -hmm. And the media and the Republican Party has largely let them get away with it, which is just as shocking and just as bad to me, quite frankly. Because when you're in that point, you're an enabler and you're an accomplice. Um, one of the themes that's been going along is, and after Benghazi, I opened the show with this, is he said two, three weeks later at the UN, the future does not belong to those who would slander the prophet. Every time there's a terrorist attack, it's immediately, it's about trying to shut us up. It's it's about encouraging, and, and which ends up encouraging and enabling and supporting Islam. Did you hear about the, the attack in Idaho? I'm going to shift gears on you real quick, but it kind of ties in. Did you hear about the attack on the five-year-old who was raped by refugees? Uh, I, I did. I didn't read into the meat of it, but I got enough of it to say, oh, again. Well, I thought about it today because there's a, I reported it on the show last night. She's a five-year-old girl. 
uh, speech and speech impaired in a low cost housing area. A lot of the details were withheld from the public because it involved refugees who have been here less than two years. And the, why this ties into Benghazi is because I read today that a U.S. attorney in the area, instead of coming out and attacking those who did it, she came out and threatened a prosecution of those that, quote, spread false information or inflammatory or threatening statements about the perpetrator of the crime itself. No comment. Right. And this this is what is happening because of political correctness and because of the whitewashing of Islamic terror. We in seven and a half years, this administration, our commander in chief of our military refuses to put Islam and terror in the same sentence. He and it's not only that, though, it's, 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 excuse me for interrupting. It's not, it's even worse than that for me, because for you to scapegoat the First Amendment after San Bernardino, the DOJ came out and threatened to prosecute Americans for speaking out against Islam. Now we got the same thing happening when a five-year-old girl was raped by multiple, you know, Muslims. It, it, well, and, and this is why, I'm, this is, this was why. I was, my original point is this. When you whitewash Islam, you whitewash everything that goes along with it. You whitewash terror. You whitewash child rape. You whitewash sex slavery. You whitewash the execution of gays and homosexuals. You whitewash the stoning of women uh, who were raped, actually. You whitewash misogyny. You whitewash rape. Yeah. When you whitewash Islam, that, that like this administration has done for seven and a half years, then you take the truth out of what exists. Mm-hmm. We now have 10 countries in, in our world that house 1 billion people under Sharia. Mm. What does that mean? That means that women cannot see a doctor. They cannot drive uh, without a male companion. They cannot vote. Children are raped. Nine-year-old girls are are raped. Mm -hmm. Nine-year-old girls are married off. If they are 13, they can be legally raped. If if the uh, if you are gay, it is it is a sin against Islam, and you are executed. It, in under under Sharia law, which is Islam, uh, gays are executed in a number of ways, and it varies from country to country. And they they execute gays in front of their children. Mm-hmm. And so one of the reasons why everyone says, "Geez, where does this hate come from?" Well, maybe if I had taken my six-year-old to a beheading of a local homosexual, maybe that's where it came from. And then they, and then they're brought here as refugees, and that culture is brought here, and then you know they can't assimilate, which is what happened in Europe. And the reason why I wanted to take take it from Benghazi into that is because that's that's so much about what Benghazi is about to me. It's not just about what happened that one night there. This wasn't just some accidental, you know, CIA op that went bad. This is much deeper about an administration that's been infiltrated uh, Hillary Clinton uh, with Huma Abedin I talked about this last night this is about an administration and at every levels including the State Department that is furthering the Islamization of America and telling us to shut up about it that's what it's about thank you for being here Megan I appreciate you being a regular guest on the show how can people read more of your work 
Oh, thank you so much, Andrea. Always a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Uh, ReaganBaby.com is where I write. ReaganBaby on Facebook, which everyone's on. I give more commentary. And then anyone can tweet me at Reagan underscore baby. Awesome. Thanks so much. Have a great night. You too. Thanks. Okay, I'm Bye. way behind on a break. We're going to take a real skinny little break. When we come back, we're going to switch gears, talk a little bit of economics because it's in play in all of this. Trump gave a great speech today talking about trade, and we're going to talk about that when we come back. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. Hi, my name is Kalyan Pokola, and I'm the owner and founder of Pokola Law. My law firm separates itself from the pack by catering exclusively to small business owners and providing them with that personal touch that they deserve. When you call me, you get me, not an associate or a secretary, just me. From incorporating your business to drafting contracts, helping you bring on a partner or two, trademarking and copywriting your work, and even litigation if it's absolutely necessary to protect your business's interests, Pokola Law can be your one-stop shop for all of your small business's legal needs. Schedule your initial consultation today and mention that you heard me on AM 1170, and I'll credit our first meeting toward any legal work we've discussed. You can reach me by phone at 844-695-1487 or at pokalalaw.com P-O-K-A-L-A law.com. The information contained herein is for information purposes only and should not be misconstrued as legal advice on any subject matter and does not create an attorney-client relationship. For your consultation, call 844-695-1487 or visit pokalalaw.com you're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Ooh, I love that song. That's one of my favorite songs. Um, guess what? Remember how we were told that, uh, oh my gosh, if Britain leaves the EU, it's just going to, oh, global meltdown, economic crisis literally all around the world. How could this happen? Well, guess what? We did have a couple of really rough days, but the Dow ended up up 269 points today, NASDAQ up almost 98. So, you know what? Having a, an independent nation calling the own shot, your own shots for yourself and running your own market can tend to work out really well. And that's the plan. Brexit was about two things. It was about uh, stopping the open borders in the immigration crisis, which was destroying Britain, their culture, and destroying their economy, and also allowing them to, to have their own trade deals. That's what the, what's behind the Trump movement as well. A lot of people said Trump never has any specifics. He gave some incredible specifics today in terms of a speech regarding trade deals, he laid out seven points that were absolutely brilliant because so many people said, oh, it's so easy for him to say that he would just, you know, take China to task or whatever. Well, you know what? Here's some interesting points, and I don't have time to get into all of them. He said, first of all, one of the things that he would do was he would have a secretary of commerce identify every trade agreement that's been violated, and then he would direct them to file complaints to end abuses because, you know, there actually is things in play in these trade deals to allow presidents of the United States to deal with trade imbalances, to deal with people who are taking advantage, like manipulating currency. In fact, he says he's going to renegotiate NAFTA, which was a horrible deal. He was actually going to invoke something called Article 2205. Who knew that there even was such a thing? And by doing so, he was, you know, basically, it's to, he's got the right to do this. Mexico either plays ball or, you know, he pulls out of the or NAFTA. He says he's going to immediately withdraw from the TPP. He says that he's going to go to China and tell them they either stop the illegal activity, including theft of American trade secrets, and or he's going to use 
all of his presidential powers to deal with them, including Section 201 and 301 of the Trade Act of 1974 and Section 232 of the Trade Expansion Act of 1962. Specifics. He says, you know what? I may not even have to do any of this because just the fact that they know that I mean business, they know that I'm here to do what's best for America. We'll, we'll take care. We'll take care of it. That's when people, because basically America's been bullied and they've had an administration that's been a laydown. That's just been giving everybody what they wanted. All right. Um, I was supposed to have my girl Grace Fraga um, on the line. She's coming to she's coming to San Diego for a little laugh in. So um, try to get a hold of her for a second. What else I want to tell you about today? Oh, I know. Speaking of economic news, uh, not only was the Dow up today, but the UK and European bank stocks were also rebounded. They were up 6% today. So that's good economic news. Um, one of the things I forgot to mention when I was talking to Megan Barth in regards to, and I want to get back to that while we're trying to get a hold of Grace on the line, um, is that... While the FBI and the DHS and other organizations have been told not to mention things like radical jihad and, and all of this, did you guys know, did you hear that, um, and this is according to Circa News, that 15,000 people were put on hit list by ISIS and none of them were notified by the FBI? None of them. So see, this Benghazi story is, is really just representative. It's symbolic of an overall problem with this with this administration and our country, basically. So anyway, I wanted to actually shift gears. I wanted to get into some fun and get off so much of the seriousness. So I got my girl, Grace Fraga. Grace and I have been friends f- for a while, actually. She and I met um, on the set of a talk show where we were going to get into hot topics because they, you know, you got to have a little comedic element in the middle of these things, right? So she and I have been buds for a while. She was in San Diego a while back doing a, she was like a headliner at a comedy act here, a comedy place here. And I grabbed my girl, Cafe Michelle. We went down to see her, laughed our butts off. She's coming back to San Diego, and I wanted everybody from San Diego to know where they could go see her. Hey, Grace, welcome back to my show. Oh, thank you so much, Andrea. It's always so fun to talk to you. Yeah, you know what? I we like I was telling the listeners, we've been buds for a while, and that it, you've been you've been had lots of material for the laughs over the years with some of your romantic relationships. I won't even get into one. <laughs> one of your exes, which I had such a crush on, you actually wrote a book about it, right? Love at first ex. Yes, not specifically about him, but you know, there's some um, some mentions with no names, of course, <laughs> in the examples of the the guys you shouldn't date. I know you had a big crush on my boyfriend. I love that. that was oh, so, Hank so the Hunk. Funny. I'm just gonna say it, Hank the Hunk, man. Okay, so tell everybody what you're coming to town for and where they can see your, your show. Okay, great. Yes, uh, I have a show. I produce and, and headline a show called Love at First Laugh. And it's the funny female point of view on relationships. I book top comics. I have a couple of local comics and I have um, L.A. comics who are amazing. It's on all female lineup. And it's happening on Friday, July 8th at 930 at the Comedy Palace in San Diego. So we're coming to your town to give you some joy and laughter and have some fun with you guys. So it's only $10 to get in. 
and two drink minimum. So it's it's like really a great deal. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure that I post the information. I want everybody in San Diego to go because when when my girl Cafe Michelle and I went to see you, we laughed our butts off. We were so glad we went. I every act was good, but I got to tell you, you were the best. And I'm not just saying that because we're buds. I had so much oh. fun. And when there's so much turmoil in the world, you know, you got you got to make sure you have some fun. You got to make sure you're having laughs and you're realizing that there's still joy and there's still so much to laugh at and if you can't laugh you know especially like laugh at life you know laugh at relationships laugh at it all right oh absolutely there's only you only live once and you just have to have fun that's my motto kick butt and have fun (laughs) all right well thank you well i appreciate it girl now i'm gonna uh, tell everybody one more time how they can see it and then i'm gonna post it on my facebook wonderful thank you so much andrea Uh, where can they see the comedy palace the Comedy Palace, yes. Comedy Palace, July 8th, Grace Fraga. Thank you so much for being here, baby. Thank you so much, Andrea. All righty. Um, some more, a little more entertainment news. Um, something not necessarily funny um, was, I don't know, in, in fact, this guy is nominated for my last week's Fool, this week's Tool Award, and his name is Jesse Williams. And I want to play you a little bit of his acceptance speech uh, from a, the BET Awards burying black people out of sight and out of mind while extracting our culture, our dollars, our entertainment like oil, black gold, ghettoizing and demeaning our creations then stealing them, gentrifying our genius, and then trying us on like costumes before discarding our bodies like rinds of strange fruit. What? No. I, I hear that. Actually, that was actually just a portion of this this tirade that he went on, this anti-white, racist tirade. Now, this guy is an actor from Grey's Anatomy. Now, I don't know if you remember that there was a previous uh, black actor on Grey's Anatomy who lost his job because he dared to use the F word, which is a slur against homosexuals. Now, he couldn't keep his job. He's been banished, basically, from Hollywood. But this guy could get up and launch a tirade against Whitey. And oh, by the way, doing so, the gentrification of your genius, wearing you like a piece of fruit and discard... What? I mean, it actually reminded me of one of my old favorite shows. I want you to hear this. Allow me to proctologize myself. Suppositorily speaking, my incarceration has forced, you said, the ventilation of, shall I say, my derriere. And upon my discharge, I will evacuate, excuse me, ejecutate my mind to the prophylactic of the bowels of society. Jesse Williams, that was for you, okay? And that's good. That character on In Living Color is far more intelligent and speaking far more clearly and speaking far more truth than you did in the Black uh, BET Awards. I'm going to take a break. When we come back, more Andrea K. Show on the other side of the break. Shut up! Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. Want to start living better, longer? LaVita Compounding Pharmacy can help. 
proudly improving the lives of over 10,000 patients, preparing personalized medications with the highest care, quality, and safety. Voted Union Tribune's best local pharmacy, LaVita specializes in bioidentical hormones, prescription skin care, transdermal pain creams, and more. Let us help you find the path to living better, longer. Visit us at LaVitaRx.com or call 866-507-1990. Hi, my name is Colin Polkala, and I'm the owner and founder of Polkala Law. My law firm separates itself from the pack by catering exclusively to small business owners and providing them with that personal touch that they deserve. When you call me, you get me, not an associate or a secretary, just me. From incorporating your business to drafting contracts, helping you bring on a partner or two, trademarking and copywriting your work, and even litigation if it's absolutely necessary to protect your business's interests, Polkala Law can be your one-stop shop for all of your small business's legal needs. Schedule your initial consultation today and mention that you heard me on AM 1170, and I'll credit our first meeting toward any legal work we've discussed. You can reach me by phone at 844-695-1487 or at pokalalaw.com P-O-K-A-L-A law.com. The information contained herein is for information purposes only and should not be misconstrued as legal advice on any subject matter and does not create an attorney-client relationship. For your consultation, call 844-695-1487 or visit pokalalaw.com you're listening to the Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to the Andrea K Show. Last night we did a little Military Monday segment, and today I sat down with my buddy, Kalyan Pokola, to talk to him a little bit, bit about some service that he does for the military. Welcome back to the Andrea K Show. It's Tuesday night here. That means it's my business night. AK does business. Um, although last night on the Andrea K Show, which I have Military Mondays, I was reporting to you guys a story from Ash Carter. The the some kind of he's got this. I can't even hardly remember the future force plan. It's all supposed to sound so scientific and so fabulous in terms of what they're going to be doing to the DoD, which is basically some new plan to outsource high ranking positions in the DoD to civilians who didn't come up through the ranks. It's the ripple effect will be many, part of which what will be is we will have, obviously we're going to have fewer career paths in terms of long-term career. Um, I can't remember the military term for people who stay in for life. We already have 20,000 or so, I think is the number in San Diego, of military retirees every year. The average age is late 30s. These are highly skilled people. These are people that are used to running command units, basically running their own operations. And so they are come out, they're ready for the next phase of their career. Many of them want to go and work for some of the amazing companies we have here in San Diego, but because they were also, many of them were running commands, the natural fit for them would be to start up and run their own business. And so there's so many organizations that help them transition from military to civilian life. And what they really need is a good small business attorney to help them with that as well. And so that's why I wanted my buddy Kalyan Pokola from Pokola Law to come on and talk about that tonight. Kalyan, when you're dealing with somebody who's coming out of the military is wanting to start a business, how do you help them? How do you advise them? Well, first off, I think we talk about what they're doing and like what they'd like to do, what their end game is and what their short-term goals are. And a lot of people, they have great, great plans and great ideas for businesses, but they just don't know how to make those dreams a reality. 
And what I really appreciate is they obviously, if you're coming out of the military, you have a strong work ethic and you understand the chain of command. But it's hard because you're coming out of the you're coming out of the public sector and you're going to the private sector and there's nobody there's no chain of command. You're actually an army of one. Right. And I think that what I do is I sit down with you and I sit down and I often bring in a CPA. I have a couple of two or three CPAs in the local area that are willing to come meet with me also. And I always ask my clients the very first thing I ask them is I say, who's your CPA? Uh, and I said, the big issue is, you know, you have your idea, but next thing we need to do is we need to make sure we have the right uh, business entity for you tax-wise. So, you know, in terms of in San Diego, uh, we have 236,000 uh, veterans here in San Diego. Uh, it's the third largest number of veterans in any county in the entire country. Wow. Uh, only L.A. County and Maricopa County in Arizona have high, a higher number of veterans in them. And, you know, they come out and they're a big part of the population and they need uh, they need assistance. They need assistance needing to know what type of uh, business entity they should be, whether they should even be a business entity right away. Maybe they should uh, be a sole proprietorship at first and really I want to make sure that they have all the tools at their disposal to succeed so what I often do is especially if you're a military member I'm willing to you know take payment and payment plans and I like to affectionately call it as long as you plan to pay me uh, payment <laughs> plans and you know like as that. long as you're paying the down payment you know the, the down the down payment for a filing fee I'm totally willing to sit down with you and work with you and you know for some people they come in and they need to be an LLC and sometimes they need to be an S corporation and I'm able to Explain the difference between the two and which one is the best option for my client. And you so, work? Do you work with them also on trade, uh, trademark, and copyright? And yeah. all, okay. So my business is a one shot. My office. I'm a small business owner myself. That's why I love. I give back to small business owners, and I get to give back to veterans at the same time. So I get to thank them for their service, and I need to make sure that you know, hey, their little army, uh, you know, their little navy, uh, their little air force, whatever you know, branch of the service they come out of, that I can help them really uh, start their business on the right foot, and that helps you succeed right off the bat uh, because you know what type of formation you're supposed to be. You have a good accountant on your team. The accountant's one of the best people you can have. And in some ways, I mean, it's better than even, you know, a lawyer. And because they know what all the numbers are. Mm -hmm. And if you know exactly what your numbers are, uh, you know how to make sure that you succeed going forward. Right. And it's kind of like, to use a military analogy, it's kind of like you help them come up also with a good ground game with tactics and strategies so that they can achieve the end goal. Because, you know, it's great to have the ability that they have and the skill level and the ideas and the vision, but what they had, what they don't necessarily have coming out of the military is a business understanding. So in terms of things like you're talking about the different tax strategies and, and everything from what we talk about all the time on the show, licensing regulations and, you know, there's so many traps out there for small business owners. And if you don't have somebody who can help you, like to use another analogy, the traps are the landmines and if you don't have a good small business attorney who can help you avoid them it, it, you're going to be facing disaster at some point 
or right. you could and be. I try to make sure that not only am I helping you start your business, I also try to make sure that your business continues and survives. And I help you ignore, uh, I help you to avoid the pitfalls before they become pitfalls. Mm-hmm. And so your company, if I sit there and I say, okay, you have a, you know, you want to hire these employees, but let's create an employee handbook and manual for how you deal with employees and you deal with terminations, et cetera. And if you know that right off the bat, you tell your employees this, if rather than it becoming a problem situation, possibly mm-hmm. a harassment lawsuit or mm-hmm. that, you know, that they are trying to work more to get OT, and even though it's not authorized, you know, you talk to me and we make sure that that doesn't happen. Right. Yeah, because and, most, most people think of whether they're individuals or small businesses, they think of attorneys as somebody that you go to after a problem's happened. I like to think of it like I'm preventative medicine. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you are. Know, I can also I can also do surgery, you know, and so that's, you know, it's significantly more complicated. But if you come to me when the problem's a little problem, your cost is a little, right. a little problem. Right. And, you, you know, know, there's lots of great surgeons out there, but, you know, you can come out of su- surgery with success, but you still got that scar because you had to go yeah. through, you had to go through the pain of getting cut open and having that tumor or whatever dug, dug out. And so please avoid that. Call Kalyan Pokola from Pokola Law. Kalyan, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me, Andrea. You have a great day. You too. Um, Please, 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 those of you out there, if you're listening to me in your military and you want to start a business, you need help. Avoid those pitfalls. Call Kalyan Pokola. If you're retiring from the military and you just want to find a great job, yes, the unemployment numbers are higher than they should be, and we need Trump's economic plans, like he talked about what I was talking about earlier in terms of of his plans to deal with trade deficits and get rid of the TPP. But if if you're looking for a job, there's still jobs out there, particularly for military here in San Diego. Call my girl Eve Nasby at American Consulting, the Brave, uh, American Consulting slash the Brave. They're two different companies. Largest disabled veteran owned business in the country. She will find you work. Okay, so there's two ways that we're helping the military here with work. Okay. Last week's fool, this week's tool. I kind of have a tie this week, actually. I got to I gotta give an award to my guy who won the award, Jesse Williams, up at the BET. I got to I gotta give him my, my this week's tool award because Mr. Black Lives Matters is nothing but a tool for the left. You really think, Jesse Williams, that anybody in the Obama administration cares about you and your plight? When they're when they're trying to do what was Brexit about over there? It's about it's about giving up a country's sovereignty, giving it to a centralized government, empowering radical Islam and Marxism. Who do you think is going to suffer the most under that plan? It's going to be the African-American community. They're already suffering right now under the economic policies of Barack Obama, who promised to heal America. And all he did was was fan the flames. One of the reasons why African-Americans were peeling off in 2014 was because they could see that the open borders were costing African-Americans jobs. White man, The white man is not your enemy, Jesse Williams. You know what your enemy is, Jesse Williams? Your overinflated ego. Why don't you listen to a little In Living Color skits while you flagellate on your prostate? <laughs> I'm still giggling over that skit. Last week's, okay, so he's this week's tool. Last week's fool... Has to be for me, I think it's 15 months of Trey Gowdy as a fool. Because there was no teeth in this report today. 
And I am I will crawl over broken glass to vote against Hillary Clinton because of Benghazi. But I think the Republican Party as uh, the story today should not be about a feckless GOP. I should probably keep the story about Benghazi, about the fact that we had an administration that had no reason to take Gaddafi out, should not have been running an illegal gun uh, running scheme to our enemies, should not have left Americans to be butchered offering them no help and then launching a cover-up. That is the scandal of the century. I had somebody on a previous show tell me, oh, that this is just, you know, nothing different than a new day. This is the scandal absolutely of the century. And to me, that makes it equally scandalous that the Republican Party has let them get away with it. So I think so. As somebody said to me that on on fa- on Facebook that they think that the mainstream media should get a collective last week's fool, this week's tool. They are a tool, a tool for the left. But it's they want to stay in power. You know, they're a part they're a part of the establishment that likes the the Brexit plan that likes not not Brexit, but likes the EU plan. Because what is that all about? It's all about a one world government. It's all about centralized power. And the the power is not just in the elected officials, but it's also in the media. They're a part of the establishment. You look at that George Will. Oh, he just he just had to leave the Republican Party this week. Well, you know what? In the words of the great band Motley Crue, those amazing philosophers, George, don't go away mad. Just go away you know we don't want we want america we want a restoration of america okay we we want our borders to be enforced we want our economic policies to be for americans we i'm tired of being beat down by people like jesse williams who want to tell me that i need to apologize for being white or or that we need to apologize for being american and that because we we have something to apologize for we have to give our country away we have to do what's not in our best interest we must have elected officials do what is in our best interest and that is to make america great again from our economic policies to sealing our borders to protecting us against the threat that we face and it's not swedes it's not little old ladies it's radical it's Islam, and we must be smart enough to take care of us. That's what we need to do. Um, Andrea K. Show is going drive time. I'm going to be on drive time all the time. Coming up soon. So I've got some announcements. I'm going to be on X-Rad Show tomorrow night. So follow me on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. Friend me on Facebook because that's where I'm going to be making announcements on where you can hear me more and see me more. And I'm just so grateful that you all share this time with me. Thank you, DJ Carrot Sticks. Thank you, Megan Barth. Thank you, Grace Fogg. Fraga, if you're in San Diego, go see her at the Comedy Palace on July 8th. Thank you, Kalyan Pokola. And thank you all for joining me here. Have a great night, everybody. Show on AM 1170. The answer is sponsored by Andrea Kay.